to The Pickup, fantasy basketball podcast with your hosts, Luis Prado and Tyler Smith. Welcome back to all our listeners. Uh, today is episode five of The Pickup, fantasy basketball podcast. I'm Tyler Smith with Luis. Um, this is week six going into week seven of the basketball season. We got some news to talk about. Today's the day after Thanksgiving. We actually took Thanksgiving off, decided to do the podcast today on Friday, November 29th. I'm here with Luis. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Apologies on having to do it. A day later, we, we're going to try and keep it so that it's consistent all the time, but sometimes stuff like this happens, you know, got to take some time off for your, the family and um, and all that good stuff. Hopefully everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kemba, Kemba Walker had an injury scare a couple of days ago. He ran into his own player uh, and looked like he had a serious neck injury. I'm glad he's back. Yeah, I mean, he's tough as nails as... One of the Ironmen of the NBA um, only missed one game, I think, right? Yeah, correct. So, I mean, if you had him, I'm sure when he was being taken out on the stretcher, it was, you know, not looking so hot for you. Kemba's man. I love Kemba. I have him on my team. I traded for him earlier this year, so I'm glad that he's back and healthy. Boston needs to kind of get things going. They've had a, they've played Brooklyn actually two games in a row, and okay, Brooklyn yeah. beat them today this oh, morning. Oh yeah, that's right. They, well, I don't know why there was an early. Uh, game in just one game. Yeah, one, randomly. Yeah, that's it's weird, but hey. So let's let's get this things rolling off with any of the injuries. Uh, official word today is that Aaron Gordon's coming back for the Magic. You have Nikola Vucevic on your team. What do you yeah. think about AG coming back? Uh, well, it always looked like AG's was going to be a little less than, um, or not as serious mm-hmm. as Vuce's. Um, Vuce's seems to be a little on the softer side, so he takes a little longer to heal. It always seems like, but um, yeah, I'm glad that he's that Aaron Gordon's back because he was doing well or at least picking it up. Yeah, we're gonna be getting into more game recap from Wednesday, so we'll talk about the Orlando game. But it looks like Mo Bamba's the pickup in the meantime while uh, Vucevic has been gone because he's played some pretty good basketball. Yeah, I think what last uh, on Wednesday, so the last game that they played. Mamba hit five threes. Uh, did he really? I think it was oh, five wow. threes. Um, tied tied his career high in points with all, and obviously threes, because I think that's all he hit was, yeah. I think he went five for five from the field, too. Jeez. Man, I didn't see that box score, so that's yeah, props we'll, to him. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's yeah, for one sure. Of the first games, I think we'll talk about uh, some injury news that I kind of wanted to chat about before we get into maybe some of the NBA news. Is Kevin Huerter looks like he's going to beat his timetable? I'm a fan of Kevin Huerter. I think that he's going to be a guy that needs to be picked up in fantasy basketball leagues, depending on how deep your league is. But I think on in 12 team leagues, he should be owned when he comes back healthy. The Hawks need a wing. Yeah, I. Wasn't a big fan of him uh, last year, but anybody that is a second year, third year, you know, you... And uh, so last year, he was ownable. Um, He needed to be on a... He probably was like the 13th guy. So a guy that has another year of experience under his belt, you look to see... You hope that he improves. So, yeah, it's an ad for sure. A guy to take take a look at. I know that you have Jeff Teague on your fantasy team. He got demoted to the bench. Jarrett Culver starting at point guard. Jarrett Culver's a pretty inconsistent player that I've seen so far. I like his rookie upside, but man, that's kind of weird news coming down from the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's I, I when it comes to picking up Jarrett Culver, I don't like guys and I think I've said it in the past, I don't like my that guy, the thirteenth guy on my team, to take me down in my efficiency categories. 
and he shoots 40% from the free throw line, which is horrendous. So I don't like him as a pickup until he starts shooting better from the free throw line. And I don't, I think he probably shot better than that at Texas Tech. So you would hope that he does, that that's something that corrects. Yeah, maybe itself. a trend that kind of uh, goes uphill as the season continues. Yeah. So we'll see. Jarrett Culver, maybe keep an eye on him fantasy wise, but. That's not someone I'm particularly very interested in owning at the moment. Yeah, and, and it, uh, when it comes to Teague, you brought, you want to hold. Um, he he's it, even though he came off the bench, he was still getting thirty minutes a game. So his I mean, as long as you, he's getting the playing time, he he's gonna lead the league and or be a top ten guy in assist. I think he did. He was that last year. He averaged eight, and if he's getting thirty minutes. And averaging you seven to eight assists, there's no way you're going to find someone on the waiver wire that, or at least not in a competitive league, that guy that averages eight isn't, yeah. he won't be out there. Yeah, um, Teague, Teague for sure a hold. Uh, another player I wanted to chat quickly about, Otto Porter Jr., uh, his two-week timetable is coming up this week on December the 6th. Who knows if he's going to make it back? In most leagues, if you have an IR spot, he's probably been stashed on the IR. Our, our league, for record here at Hometown, doesn't have an IR spot in our league, so he's sitting on the waiver wire. Eventually, he's got to be picked up by somebody. Yeah, he's. I don't like the situation that he's in just because, I mean, the Bulls, I don't know what their record is. I, I'm sure I can pull it up. Um, there are 6-13. and 13. So more than and they lost to the Warriors, which that's horrendous on Wednesday night. So I, what I'm getting at is I think more than likely what's going to end up happening is he's one of he's an older guy uh, on the team at least an older guy on the team, and I, I just have a feeling they're just going to shut him down. Load management yeah, all year, all yeah. the way through. So it's not that sucks. Yeah, I think you probably want to trade him the second he has a good game. Yeah. I, I would ship him and uh, hope that the get other something guy, for him. Yeah, that the other manager isn't aware or doesn't see eye to eye with us, and and you get to unload him. Yeah, uh, Kyrie's been out seven games. We chatted about this earlier. I said, hey, I'm kind of worried about not just his physical injury, but kind of like his mental state. There's been some some things that have come out recently. Obviously. Everyone's kind of aware of the drama that he went through in, in Boston. But I don't know where Kyrie's at mentally right now. And for him to be out seven games and there's no timetable set right now, he obviously is injured. But are you worried about his outlook this season from a fantasy perspective? And maybe even real life? Yeah, I mean, when it, he said something about, uh, I think it was his grandfather passing away last year. And that he realized that basketball isn't his isn't the most important thing in the world, and that you know family is, and he's right in all those aspects. But it just to me seems like he's downplaying what most people like. Basketball to me is my life. You know, like it's I watch it, we play, like I play it, like it's a big deal. And to him, the way he was brushing it off, it just seemed like it wasn't as big a deal to him. So just it, in a mental, I guess just to get to that part it does bother me a little bit because he could just be like hey i'm hurt and i'm in no rush to come back um we aren't going to win anything this year without uh kevin durant yeah 
take it easy. It is a little worrisome, but you knew that he missed 20 games probably on average a year going into the draft. So yeah, if yeah. You, if He's, you owned him, you know the risks. Yeah, you knew that that was potentially coming. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any other big news in the NBA? This particular week, week six, I know that I saw something on Zion Williams this morning uh, about him not having a timetable. What do you think about Zion coming back this year? I mean, we're, we're kind of in the dark right now. Yeah, the last, uh, there hasn't really, I think that that's probably the latest news to drop on him. And prior to that, it's been pretty quiet. So, I mean, to it, have this be the only piece of information that, and it's not exactly positive is a little scary, at least to me. But I mean, you just gotta hold. Um, we did our draft. We try and did do our draft as late as possible. Um, and we, what I'm getting at is, I think most of the most people drafted him and thought he was healthy. Um, so now he's been sitting with him the whole time and. They're yeah, going to be extra cautious with him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you just got to hold, hope for the best. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other NBA news that we, we feel like is important to talk about before we get into our ads? There's been some major changes that have been being talked about in the NBA. Do you know anything about what Adam Silver's been talking about with kind of these schedule and playoff changes? I know they're talking about possibly making some changes t- 2000. 21, 22? Yeah, that's the year 21, 22. And that's fairly early to make a big change. And those changes, from what I understood, uh, are changing up the seating, um, not worrying about what conference you're in, doing some sort of 30-team tournament. Um, I, I don't know enough to really comment on it. I know that they said, and Adrian Wojnarowski, that I, I just listened to uh, ESPN, they had him. They had him in for a quick one-minute interview and um, off the phone, and he just said that there's a potential that two Eastern teams could be in the finals. Not anything I particularly like since we've been watching basketball for two decades or, or longer, um, and it's always been that way. I like it the way it is now. Yeah, I sure hope they don't make any big changes like that. Uh, you hear rumors about things like that changing and happening, and you're like, man, I've been super comfortable with how the NBA has been for so long. And if you make major changes like that, that's just crazy to go maybe from 82 to 78 games and just change things like the record book. Yeah, I mean, if, like if we were to go as far back as like when Detroit was playing, like Detroit, like having Michael have to get through Detroit to get you know, to the championship, like, mm-hmm. that won't happen anymore because in that scenario, Detroit would be on the opposite side, probably, uh, on the other side of the bracket and not on Chicago's side, you know, and it would really just change, like, oh, you know, like, it, it look, Michael wouldn't have been Michael without having to fight through Detroit. Every single Every year. single, until he finally got past him. And the fact that they're going to change that whole dynamic up, I just don't like it. Yeah, that'd be terrible. I, I definitely wouldn't agree. Well, let's dive right into waiver wire ads. So one of the big things that we uh, focus on in our basketball podcast is being able to talk about the best waiver wire ads of the week. We have, we've talked about several times our league for record, uh, Iwu Hoop, shout out, Thanksgiving weekend. We're probably getting together with multiple guys this weekend uh, at our hometown in Walla Walla. 
go out to the bars and have a couple drinks over some some basketball talk. Yeah. Um, we love talking about waiver wire pickups because I search for waiver wire pickups every single day. Our league is actually really, really competitive, and it being a 12-team league, there are our waiver wire is pretty dang dry right now. So, Luis, I want you to talk, start us off with some of the, the big waiver wire ads, maybe not necessarily just for our league, but for all leagues in general. Yeah, we... And I think we talked about these two guys last podcast, but they are still not owned in enough leagues because they're under 50%. Um, and that's New Orleans Noel and Terrence Ross. I've watched a couple of the Magic games, and I think Ross has been hit. He's hit double digits for a large amount of games in a row. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. And he, like we said in the previous one he seems to be back to exactly where he left off last year and that last year was about eighth round so Mm -hmm. yeah nerland i mean uh terrence ross for sure is someone that's picked up the slack once the two big guns have gone down for the magic we've talked about him maybe three podcasts in a row yeah so he's still not picked up in our league but i think he might be worth a a swoop here soon he's just really one-dimensional to me as yeah. far as points and three-pointers and i'll be honest i would have I, I would have already picked him up in our league and i still am going to the only reason is is that he my or orlando only plays twice this week yeah so yeah. it makes it really tough especially considering the fact that i have kyle larry which uh is due back um very soon yeah here according to the coach or the last report that i read they're shooting for the first yeah um but with Having Larry and Vooch and then Daniel House, I also own. And what I'm getting at is just there's so many injuries that I need that spot to produce me four games instead of two. Yeah. So that's why he's available on ours, but he won't be after this week because I will pick him up even if he plays three times. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm going to rattle off five names. I want you to put them in order, one through five in your opinion. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Mo Bamba, Jacob Poetel. Uh, Ken Rich Williams, and um, we're going to go with Bismack Biombo. Okay. Um, let me. Uh, the first one that I thought was. I, if Biombo can hold off Zeller, because he's played so well, so if he can hold on to that starting gig with the games that he's already put up using as you know hey coach this i should be starting over cody zeller and he holds on to that um it's something that i like because he can legit get you two blocks and 10 rebounds every game with 30 minutes and what do you and then and then the second name was probably kenrich because i like playing time i lo- see like mobamba even with um even with vooch out he's still what getting only 20 minutes so that's what I don't. I like the fact that Kenrich, even though he doesn't score, he gets you defensive stats and, and rebounding stats. And, but he, the most important stat is that he's playing thirty minutes. Yeah. What do you I, think about those guys? I I go Tim Hardaway as my number one wave wire ad right now, just because of the shooting guard position in Dallas just being all over the place. Delon Wright's been nowhere to be found. Yeah. Seth Curry's been hurt. put in and he's been hurt, and then. Jalen Brunson's been slid into the shooting guard role, and now it looks like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s spot to lose. So if he holds that spot down, I actually really like Tim Hardaway Jr. as a good waiver wire ad this week. I'm bummed I didn't get him in our league. So I go Tim Hardaway 1. I go probably with 
Mobamba too for now. You like Mo I like Mobamba. Yeah, I think he he's had a couple of big games mm-hmm. in a row. I like Biombo three, Jacob Poetel four, and Kenrich Williams five. Okay. I like the fact that Poetel is starting for the Spurs and he might hold on to the starting gig, but the Spurs play twice in week seven and twice in week eight, so that's kind of a bummer to hear about yeah. their schedule coming up. Yeah. I, I don't trust Pop's rotation. Um, we do. I did say that if he plays 23 minutes four or five times in a row, that he would be an ad, and I think he has. Uh, he did get added in our league. He didn't get a chance at him, and I do like him. So we did talk about him last week. Uh, I just, to me, uh, it, Mo Bamba is, I think, only a placeholder for his... And it, for Vooch, he didn't he didn't think that it was very. We thought it was more severe than what it turns out to be. Um, turned out to be so. It's so we got some good news there. So I think hopefully he beats his timetable and then Mobamba goes back to being irrelevant pretty much. A ten minute a game guy. Yeah. So uh-huh. I think that we need to keep our eyes on Jackson Hayes. The center position in New Orleans is all over the place. Julio yeah. Okafor just came back. Uh, Derek Favors, jeez, man, that guy can't stay on the court. He's still owned in our league. I don't know why. He should be dropped again. Yeah. Jackson Hayes, if he can find some rookie consistency, I love Jackson Hayes' upside. He's a stud, man. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, I think – so I'd much rather have him than Mobamba because I think his playing time is only going in, uh, north. So compared – to Mo, I don't see I don't see a path for minutes. I don't I don't see it. Whereas in Jackson Hayes, I do. Yeah, eventually for sure. Uh, let's talk about PJ Washington dropping under fifty percent owned. Yeah, does this worry you a little bit? Yeah, ten percent of swing minus ten percent. Dang, He's been being dropped all over the place. I don't see why. I I I mean, if I don't own him, but if I in any of my three leagues. But if I did, I know I wouldn't be jumping ship, wouldn't you? Uh, you, you As an a hold. early fantasy manager, I used to get those notifications from Yahoo that says, oh, hey, so-and-so has been dropped in a certain amount of leagues. He's been dropped 3,000 3, something. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, great, okay, I probably need to follow the trend. But I've learned <laughs> playing fantasy for so many years that don't listen to that 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 notification that you get that your player's being dropped because that doesn't mean anything. And there's probably notifications that P.J. Washington's being dropped. Don't drop P.J. Yeah, Washington. big old red dot you have to click on. Yeah, get that red dot out of here. And remind you every single day. Yeah, no, I don't listen to that at all. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and I don't listen to it on fantasy football. I don't listen yeah. to it on basketball. Those I don't care that... 3,000 managers dropped them. They yeah. don't know what they're doing yeah. half the time. Uh, Nemenja Belitsa has been dropped. for. He's had three really bad games in a row, and I still own him. And uh, they have four-game week coming up, and Marvin Bagley's already been ruled out for two. So I'm that's an example. Like I'm going to hold on to him until I feel like at the right time to drop yeah, him. Yeah, he's had a rough couple of games, though. So. Probably your time to drop him here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, we he was borderline. Uh, and when we started talking about him, what, mm-hmm. three weeks ago, four weeks ago? So when he starts stringing together that many bad games, it kind of worries me. I mean, I'd rather have someone way hotter. Like uh, like Biz- a Nerlens? Yeah. Nerlens? Nerlens, Bismack, like all the guys. I should have grabbed Bismack. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Cody Zeller's been ruled out tonight. Has he been already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying. If he can string together 
enough games. He's, he could end he could up be stealing. A yeah, he could end up stealing the 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 starting S- position, starting job, and that'd be money. Yeah, uh, your boy Matisse Thybul had a killer game when Josh Richardson went down. Yeah. Wow, he had the stupidest stat line. He has four steals and two blocks. And uh, three threes. Perfect from the field. Yeah, something like that. I, it's it's a roller coaster ride with that guy. I because there was a games where Josh missed a couple and he didn't get he hardly got off the bench, and so that's the guy that's he like that's his position. He's a shooting guard, and that's what Josh Richardson missed or, or when he missed time. So it opened up a ton of minutes, huge minutes for him there, and he ended up not getting more as much as I thought he would, and so that's what worries me a little bit. Yeah. But, Agreed. But you can see the potential. You yeah. Can just see what potential he can, is super high. Yeah. If he can legit, I think, average a combined five steals and blocks. Yeah. Or what they call stocks. Yeah, stocks. On the fantasy, Man, if you the get, fantasy world. If you can get combined five, five stocks. Five. That's eaten. Yeah. Five, that's that's legit. That's like Andre Karolinko. Back in the day. Yeah. AK-47. Yeah. That's badass. I like that. Yeah. Um... Let's dive into some talk about the Lakers really fast. Uh, we were chatting earlier that there's nobody on the Lakers roster that should be owned besides LeBron and AD. Do you think that's true? I think I I would take Kuzma because, and, and it's what we were talking about. If at what point, so he's not going to get you any blocks or steals. He sucks, dude. Yeah. He's In not, fantasy. He's not going to get you any blocks or steals. It's just not his thing. You would think he should get more than three rebounds. He's at what under one assist also. Point so, eight dimes. Okay, so he's not going to get you block. Let's let's. He's not going to get you blocks. He's not going to get you steals, and he's not going to get you assists. And he's going to get you a low count on rebounds, which is three. So that leaves you just points, or just leaves you threes. He's not going to turn over the ball because LeBron and everybody else will have it in their hands. God, so, I don't uh, want Kuzma. Yeah, what? Po- how many points does he have to score for you to keep him on your? Score? An unrealistic number for me. Like I'll go with eighteen. Eighteen. He needs to score eighteen points a game on my fantasy roster with in the- order for me to hold on to him because of his lack of supporting stats everywhere else. Yeah, because I think my number is a little lower than yours, and I think it's attainable, which is why I think he should be rostered. Or, you know, like, I'd roster him because I think he can reach that, but he's not at it right now. So, for me, I guess it would be a drop right now. Um, he's ranked in the 200s. you rather have Gary Harris or Kuzma? Gary Harris. Wow. Gary Harris. And Gary's on our waiver wire. Yeah. Well, in it, fact, the guy that owned both Kuzma and Gary dropped Gary Harris and held on to Kuzma. Yeah, and that's why I'm beating him 6-3. <laughs> with Stinky re-up. With no, two major guys out. my With Kyle Lowry and Vucevic. Dude, your team's stacked, though, right now. <laughs> I, 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 did, I had a good draft. I might have to buy you some whiskey on the rocks and uh, <laughs> steal one of your guys from you tonight. At our... Uh, mandatory meetings. Mandatory board meetings. Oh man, when we when we do the mandatory meeting, the girls, the the owners, managers, wives, girlfriends, they show up with them, and they just legit like we get in a group, and we're, that's the only thing we're talking about. 
is fantasy sports and they end up just taking off they're like these guys are ridiculous <laughs> it's yeah. the best and then you wake up and you made a terrible move like last year I traded both Kimba and Aiton for Jokic and I legitimately ruined my entire season speaking of Joker I just did a, a trade for Joker this week just because Joker's been playing bad and I was like you know what I'm gonna shoot an offer over so I sent Drew Holiday Robert Covington for OG Anobi and uh, Jokic. Yeah, I like it. I think that there's a potential with all these teams to uh, shut down their guys during our playoffs. And Drew, I think, makes that list. And Jokic doesn't because they are probably going to be competing for the one seed. Yeah. And so they're not going to sit him. And they have the depth that instead of having him miss an entire game, maybe they just cut back a few minutes and... Because they'll end up probably still beating half the league with Joker just playing 30 minutes, maybe for a stretch. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, there's two scenarios on the waiver wire I want to present to you. And maybe we'll get to them when we talk about the games. But yeah, let's wait till the games. But the Warriors got some interesting stuff happening fantasy-wise. We've talked about them literally every single time we've done a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the Boston center position. For crying out loud, can we just please get someone to enter like fantasy relevance and get 30 minutes a night and be like a good center but i don't think we're gonna get it i know well it's because the one that the guy that that could do that is robert williams but he's not he's not gonna get time yeah he's not gonna get enough playing time and then they have ns canner who doesn't get any defensive stats and that and uh daniel uh Daniel Dice. I'm I'm biased because I like Ennis Canner. I remember when he was in Utah a couple of years back, just being like, "Whoa, dude, this guy's a beast on the boards and the points, and I love his efficiency." So I'm biased. I, I hope that Ennis Canner steals the job and gets 30 minutes a night. But defensively, he's just such a big reliability. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's happening. I just think he's. I think he's just gonna rotate those three guys and stay away. Yeah, it's not a. Yeah, it's just a situation where if one gets injured, the other is has to be picked up. Yeah. Okay, give me your one waiver wire individual going forward that you're looking forward to the most with possibly breaking out. Um, let me take a look here. I have the list in front of me. I think so I I'm not I'm not kidding, and I made fun of the guy that um, originally picked him up. But Alec Burks, and he's gonna. I think if you if you look at his stats, he's. I think he has a path at maybe twenty points a game. Wow, close or Alec clo- Burks or clo- or close to. Don't you think? Let me let me pull up his, and and he'll have an off game and a, and an off game, but. The fact that they're so bad, that they're so bad, and you look at his game log, so he's on the season, he's averaging 15. But, so, he's hit the 20-point mark one, two, three, four, five times already this year. Five. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them was 29 points, so he almost hit 30. And so I really like, I think I'm going to hold on to him. I have him in our league. I'm going to hold on to him. I think he can go for 20 any night. And it's just a guy that he should be on your waiver wire 
available. He's a forty-eight percent owned. So I, I I like personally I like Alec Burks. Alec Burks, okay. Yeah, because he's that team needs scoring, and I think he can go for twenty any game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw two rookies out. We're gonna get to the games here in just a minute. I'm gonna throw two rookies out that I'm keeping my my close eye on would be Darius Garland and Cameron Johnson out of Phoenix. Cameron Johnson just got 32 minutes the other night. He had 17 points and three threes. And I really was watching the game. I was really excited for him. I just there's so much going on in Phoenix with their young talent because Mikael Bridges is a really good player. So I just don't think there's consistent minutes to go for Cam Johnson. But later in the season, man, Cam is a damn good player. Yeah, I was dogging the pick a long time ago. Uh, I mean, when it happened. And I'm kind of eating my words here. I think he's going to average, if he gets consistent minutes, I think he's a guy that can average two threes at a minimum. Dude, he's a hooper. Yeah, and, and so I, they need, that's what they need. They need someone to open it up. Um mm-hmm. Open up the floor and. What position is his natural game? I think it's shooting guard. Yeah. Or do you think it's? Yeah, I think probably shooting guard yeah. is accurate. So like, can him and Devin Booker share the court together? I think so. Uh, Booker showed that he can play the point guard position because he had to a ton last year, and his assists were sky high. I think last year, like at six, mm-hmm. and so I think they can uh, play. And then also he can also play the three. So I think between I think they can move. All three of them around. When I say all three, I mean the other guard, uh, which it would be Ricky Rubio. Yeah, damn. All, if they give three. Cam 30 minutes a night. I think he could average at a minimum two threes, and if probably closer to three. Dude, he's a wetter. Yeah. Darius Arch. Um, I, I swooped him up. He's had two big games in a row. Okay, so he got you picked him up again. I picked him up again. Okay, yeah, Dario's I, back on Billy Bean. Yeah, he was he was one of the guys that I think we talked about in one of the waiver wire pickups a few. Oh, when he played five times, which was last week. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, the week before last. Yeah, yeah. Wh- whatever, whatever week we did the podcast where we were foreseeing Frank and. Dario, yeah, yeah he said some Frank, of those guys. Yeah, at that point he wasn't on our waiver wire, and but yeah. he was available in about fifty percent of leagues. So. Yeah, and DeAndre Ayton's going to be coming back in like twelve games or so, and then also Aaron Baines is coming back tonight. Yeah, so, so. that probably hurts Dario um, a little bit. He's probably going to be on the waiver wire in just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor guy. All right, should we dive dive into games from Wednesday night? It was a huge night in in basketball. Uh, yeah, I, one quick. Thing the uh, uh, DeAndre Hunter is another guy oh. that I think we that's also under fifty percent that I think we should mention as a pickup. He as the second we got done, so I think the following game after we did the podcast, he went for almost like thirty points or something close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can pull it up, but he I think he's still under owned in a ton of leagues and should be a, a pickup that I think we should mention yeah i mean we've mentioned deandre hunter now a couple weeks in a row and that's a person that you should grab off the waiver wire if he's available and i think that you should hold on to him even if he has some down games because deandre hunter's season outlook looks good uh yeah definitely a good name to yeah. to be thrown out so he went for 27 the day before we did the podcast uh, last time yeah last week and then he followed that up and we said go pick him up because he also had a game with six steals uh, the week before that. So he went six in in the order. He went six steals one game. Then he went for 27 
and then we said pick them up both times and now since then he went for 18 points 26 he had an off game with seven and then he had uh 10 as well so it's so the 18 and 26 it's killer games, yeah that's and, and it's like I said, he's under fifty percent owned. So yeah, how how long does the Jabari Parker fanboy wagon continue? I don't know. Do you, don't you think he's played himself into some minutes? Thirty three, fourteen, five and two last game. Yeah. Wow, he had a hell of a game. He's probably earned himself six man role when John Collins Absolutely, comes back. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I think when I was watching him at Duke, I thought he could play the small forward position as well. So I think he fits perfect as a six man because you can kind of. I'm happy for him. Yeah, you can maybe even play him as your center at some point, and you know, uh, with the way the NBA is going. So, I think him being able to play those three positions and and the way he's playing now, I think he's definitely earned the sixth man role. Yep, I, yep. I fully agree. Cool. Let's dive into games from Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Uh, there were several games on the slate. I don't even know how many, how many games were there. Fourteen games that night. Wow, yeah, it was a huge twenty eight teams played. Yeah, yeah. Kemba Walker's first game back dropped thirty nine, and Celtics beat the Nets. And then obviously the Celtics lost to the Nets this morning. Uh, Din Spencer Dinwiddie's been having a hell of a run since Kyrie's been out he's yeah, been, I, been putting up second round value yeah I took a I like looking at the going through the filters on Yahoo and just looking at the what someone has done or everybody has done in the past two weeks to see who's hot who's not and including players that are owned and so when I was going through that list in our league I saw that he was in the second round value in the past two weeks Mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, uh, and then and that didn't factor in today's game when he hit thirty today. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, something. And then how many assists? Like ten, eleven. Killed it. Yeah, yeah, eleven today. Yeah, something yeah. like that. On fire. Yeah. Any takeaways from the Celtics and Nets two games? Uh, I let me let me take a look here. I'm pulling it up. I. Yeah. So so he had eleven assists the game on Wednesday as well. So, yeah, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie looks like Joe Harris is finally turning it around a little bit. And I'm trying something different on this podcast. I didn't take any notes on the game, so I'm just going to go straight off. off. Yeah, whatever. Box scores? Yeah, whatever says, you know, whatever I think, just looking at these, Mm -hmm. like a box score. Maybe I'm going to see if I can do it this this way next week if I like it better. But um, so let me just take a look here. Yeah, and the game before, so, so the game today, Daniel Thighs played. What six minutes? Six minutes today. Six minutes. He played twenty. That's awful. Yeah, and he played twenty-seven on Wednesday and hit two blocks with fourteen points and eight rebounds. And if out of all three, I think that's who I want because I think if he were to get that twenty-seven that he got on Wednesday instead of the six that he got today, that's not a terrible line. And I think he's capable of that line at a fourteen, eight, and two, and that's. That's rosterable, especially yeah. with the two blocks. Yeah, absolutely. And then Kimba hit had thirty nine in that game, and that was the game he came back from, right? On Wednesday, and that's the game so, Kimba came back. Yeah, so he missed the one before, and then he got injured on the one before that, and so he came back and hit thirty nine, which killer. Yeah, which means he's obviously fine. He's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Pistons played the Hornets on Wednesday. Hornets won one hundred two, one hundred one. Devonte Graham had 16 points, seven rebounds, and 15 assists. He has been my breakout player of the year 
all season long. He's their starting shooting guard now, alongside Terry Rozier. Um, would you trade someone by the, I don't know, capabilities of, like, Shea Gilgis Alexander for Devontae Graham? Ooh, that's, I mean, I, most of the time when I trade, I try and trade for a different position, and they play something similar. Uh, I obviously would keep, I think I would keep Shea, but that is probably right around what, the fact that he got picked up in probably like the fifth round, Shea, fifth, maybe sixth, and you picked up a guy just like, or just, I mean, putting up... Playing better. Playing similar, putting up similar rankings. Off the waiver wire. Off the waiver wire is killer. So to me, he's the best pickup of the year. And I don't think I see anybody, I mean... Come, coming after that for I mean it would have to be a catastrophic injury to someone he blindsided yeah I had no idea where he came from Devontae so, Graham yeah crazy um, yeah and so he had 15 assists and I think he you said you mentioned that he was a starting shooting guard no he's a starting point guard because he had 15 assists yeah and 16 Terry Rogier's uh, the shooting guard yeah guy. and Terry is uh, came out and said that he prefers to be off the ball anyways. Okay, okay. So I think he, he knows that he's not the starting point guard, but what a terrible, terrible deal to let Kimba walk for whatever. Pay Kimba, to me, pay Kimba whatever you have to pay him to keep him instead of paying Terry Rozier the amount of money to have him not even be anywhere near what you expected. Or Yeah, exactly. Keep the for sure thing in, in Kimba. Uh, and then... Uh, and PJ Washington had a good game, and he, so he had seventeen points, two yeah. blocks. Yeah, so with, better game. Yeah, and so yeah, this is why you don't drop him. I'm fired up about Miles Bridges. I know you're not the biggest fan, but I love the way he's consistent on the field goal and the free throw percentage. It's not awful. It's pretty been very consistent over the last five games, and his his numbers are trending up in all directions. Yeah, so I think he might break out in the second half for sure. He had a thirty-point game the other night. Yeah, so career high. Yeah, and that's a good. I mean, that's good and all. I just, I mean, and and I think, I just think he got overdrafted. That's yeah. it's not that I don't like him, because I do like him and I loved him, um, in college. I was more of. It's I didn't see, I didn't see sixth round, val like I didn't see very much value there, and it's proved out. To be true. To be that, yeah. And so, um, yeah, the only other thing I saw here, Nicholas Batum getting 31 minutes with uh, 13 points and two blocks. I've always been a Batum fan, obviously, because he played for Portland. And if he's getting 31 minutes, he's the kind of guy that's efficient enough uh, where he's not going to turn over the ball, he's not going to shoot a ton, and he's going to hit his free throws that if he gets you any defensive stats, at that point he becomes an asset, he becomes valuable. It's a lot of minutes for Batum. Yeah, 31. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a bit. Any takeaways on the Detroit side? I'm, I'm skipping over those guys. They stink. Yeah, well, they're, I mean, uh, Drummond getting another 20-point game, or 20-board game. It's crazy what he does. But, yeah, there's not much here. I think it looks like Galloway has locked up the starting position. He, The coach loves his defense. So, any... Any takeaway on your end? I don't. You know, Blake is a fantasy killer. Anyone yeah. that surrounds, anyone that's around Blake looks, seems like their 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 potential they're, takes a hit. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't make teams better. And I think we talked about this not on the podcast, but he has that Rudy Gay effect where 
the second he's an awesome player, but the second he because he got traded like three different times, and all three times the teams went on killer winning streaks and became better than they were the year before or before the trade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he just looks like one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Orlando played Cleveland on Wednesday, and Orlando smacked down 116-104. Cleveland is terrible. Uh, they're going to have just – they're headed for the lottery. Um, I'm waiting for Darius Garland to take off, but Kevin or Colin Sexton's been pretty consistent this year. I think Colin Sexton is the best player on that team right now, even though Kevin Love is there, Tristan Thompson's there. I think a lot of offense is running through Colin. Um, Kevin Love needs to figure out. If, if you own Kevin Love in fantasy, I think that you need to ship him. Yeah, I in our league that guy's not going to ship him, so that's okay. He can stay on his team. The <laughs> the what I don't like to see out of Cleveland is that combined their starting backcourt uh, got thirteen turnovers. So Garland had eight turnovers and Sexton had five you're never gonna win a game like that I had was we were at the bar in Oregon and so we 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 our hometown is on the border of the Washington and Oregon line and in Oregon you're allowed to place bets on sports online and so all you have to do is just cross over in 15 minute drive and so we went and had a beer at a bar on the Oregon side of uh, where we live and uh, place some bets and I did a parlay and I t- had the guy that I was with talk me into taking Cleveland in one of the parlays and with with a he thought that they were going to win outright but they gave me an extra point. I should have known. And I my gut told me that Orlando was going to win this game because Vooch was out uh oh no, that they were going to lose. No, my gut told me Orlando, but then I started he the guy talked me into it. My friend Tyler talked me into it. Uh, he goes, well, AG's out, Vooch's <laughs> out, Kevin Love is back. You got bamboozled, though. Yeah, and so I ended up ruining my parlay. Evan Fournier ruined it for you. Yeah, but, I mean, they should be winning this game, and they just can't because of those turnovers is kind of where I was going with that. The fact that your two starting guards are getting you 13 turnovers combined, you'll, you'll never win yeah. doing stuff like that. So I don't like that. I mean, I do like Colin Sexton, but it's just those, those turnovers, just his inefficiency is not something that attracts me. Yeah, I think we talked about an, enough players on the Magic right now um, with AG coming back tonight and Nikola Vucevic being injured, Mo Bamba keeping your eye on, but there's really not a whole lot in Orlando I feel like I want to touch on at this point. Yeah, no. Um, other than Terrence Ross, like we said. Yeah. And then Markel Fultz is probably another pickup because he's, I think, also under under 50%, but we've been saying that Ever on this since. podcast for a while now. Mike Conley in Utah. Utah played the Pacers and lost 102-121. Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Lamb are back, so the Pacers are getting healthy. I'm surprised that they smacked Utah like they did. I've been really, really disappointed with Mike Conley this year. I'm very skeptical that he's going to be a fifth-rounder better player all year long. Yeah, I... I, I don't know why, and I like Mike Conley. I do, too. But my gut tells told me from the beginning of this slump, Stay supposedly, away. like, I don't think, I didn't just see it happening. Like, I didn't see him playing out of it. Um, I But I also didn't see Bogdanovich doing what he did, and he had 30. He's killing. Yeah. He, you were dogging on him hard. Yeah, and he's on 
fire. I mean, he was. Will you give Diesel a shout out, please? Yeah, I, I, I talked to him. I told him I eaten crow. It's my fault. Like, but uh, with even with that being said, he was a negative twenty two on the plus minus. So he was the by far the worst guy according to the plus minus on the court. Okay, but. That doesn't take into account fantasy, and he's killing it there. The Moose Knuckle sent me Donovan Mitchell for Jokic. Um, and do you know what? I looked at the trade offer, and when you compare him 1-2, to two, it's actually not a terrible offer. I obviously am not going to accept that, but he's trying really hard to ship his top hot guys, which are Malcolm Brogdon, Jonathan Isaac, and Donovan Mitchell, which I'd probably be trying to do too. Yeah. But all three of those guys have had killer starts to the year. Yeah, he sent me Brogdon and... Uh, Isaac? Isaac. For Cat? For Cat. No thanks. Yeah, I told him, get out of here, Kick man. rocks, Moose Knuckle. Yeah, you're not going to get the third, second best guy in fantasy for that. Yeah. For Scrub-a-Dubs? Yeah, I mean, they're not Scrubs, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's... For you to prize somebody like that away from me, it can't be a guy that's just streaming hot, you know? Yeah. It has to be somebody that I know is going to do that, whatever he's doing, whatever, why he's hot. He has to do it all year long. And and he knows that when VO comes back, it's not going to... There's yeah. no way he puts up those stats. There's no way, man. Yeah. I'm keeping my eye on Joe Ingles because I'm a, I'm a, a subtle low-key Joe Ingles fan. I know you hate Joe Ingles, but he's had two games in a row that he's played 28 minutes plus, and he's had productive games and is played like he played last year. So I'm keeping my close eye on Joe Ingles. If he continues to do it, I will swoop him up off the waiver wire. Yeah, you can have him, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. Jingle, jingle, Joe, boy. <laughs> I, I, am done, I am done with that guy. Completely and entirely done with that guy. Uh, TJ Warren also had a really good, nice game, 20... Three points, two is uh, two threes, two steals. That's that's cash money. And yeah, he, and he's not. He hasn't gotten hurt, and he probably got him at a discount and have been killing it. I I like. I I've always been a TJ Warren. TJ Warren fan. Yeah, he's a beast. So Kings lost to the Sixers, ninety one ninety seven. Joel Embiid came off a game where he shot zero for eleven from the field and zero for three from the free throw line. And I think I was listening to to Stephen A. Smith call out Joel Embiid, and it was so funny to hear Stephen A. just go off on Joel, dude. And he was just like, bro, you played in Toronto where you lost in the playoffs and you were crying in the locker room. <laughs> and you come into their stadium the next game you play Toronto and you go scoreless. <laughs> Pathetic, bro. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I thought that was just hella funny. He, I mean, he's, that's a valid point. I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see the interview, but now I might have to YouTube. It. It's hella funny. Yeah. Uh, Stephen A was clowning he, on him hard. Yeah. To <laughs> at least he came back and had a. What did he have? So that was the thirty-three game. and sixteen. Yeah. So this game, the one that we're talking about on Wednesday, he came back and from that killed. But that is pretty bad. I mean, yeah. You don't. I don't think. When you talk, and he, you kind of want to put him in with, he has the potential that if he to be a cat, yeah, to be a top five at his position if he stays healthy. And so when you start getting into that conversation, you can't go oh for, you can't go zero points. Like yeah, no way. Like because those guys, the guys that are at top five of their position of all time. Don't do games like that. Like, yeah, that never. Happen. That does doesn't happen. Yeah, like it, even if they shot, even if they shoot like one for thir- one for thirteen, they got to the line 
and they hit their free throws, and they still got to double digits or whatever, what, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And uh, but this game that he has t- on Wednesday, the following game he finally, more like it. Yeah, it's more like him with thirty three. And His statistics have been remarkably down since Al Horford came into Philly. And Al Horford's been doing his thing this year, as you know, you have him on your team. But I was listening to a fantasy basketball podcast, and they were talking about every category for Joel Embiid, including his usage rate being down since the changes that they've had on their roster. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a little bit concerning for his outlook this year, particularly if you're expecting him to be a first-round player. Yeah, I... And that's probably where he got picked. Uh, I think that after this game, if someone were to offer me something remote, like a two-for-one, I'd highly consider uh, what he... If Would you do that with Moose? A um, two-for-one? Yeah, that two-for-one. That So he offered me... He offered... I, I just said... Brogdon and Brogdon, Isaac. Isaac. Would you take Brogdon and Isaac for Embiid? Yeah. I want Embiid... I think, yeah, I think you'd highly consider it. Yeah. I know he's been playing pretty sketchy, but I'd go for Embiid. I think his outlook for the rest of the season is great. Yeah. I mean, he has potential to be a first round. Yeah, and Al Horford's sitting today. So, I mean, we'll see. So maybe he has a killer game. It'd be a close one. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a close one. Uh, Raptors played the Knicks 126 to 98. The only takeaway I have, we've talked about the Knicks almost every single time, but. Can Pascal Siakam be most improved player two years in a row? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, is there someone else? Has that guy, ever happened? That the guy from so Graham. There's no way Graham does. Devonte Graham. Yeah, dude. Pascal Siakam is an all star. Yeah, and I, I, I think I mentioned it the last time we talked. Is I somehow I knew that this was going to happen, and I listened to all the fantasy experts, and they, bro. and they. Legitimately, I pushed him down my list into like the beginning of. So I originally had him at the top of like the second or like early second round, and I was just like, I think I was like that's that seems a little high. I was like, but there's no way he doesn't get any better considering just just the way he played. You watch him play throughout the entire playoffs. And you're like, okay, Leonard's gone. Like, and if he gets gets if he gets better, his three point shot. Yeah, it's it's funny. I think he's a. Would you trade Pascal Siakam for Embiid? Who would you'd rather have Pascal? Right. I I I'll take Embiid. I, really? I, I'm a bit. Oh like, wow. I, I mean, I'll take Embiid. Give me spicy P. I'd consider trading Embiid for Donovan Mitchell. I think I want Donovan Mitchell over Embiid. Uh, I can't. I just can't do it. There's just no way. I can't, I can't do that. No way. No, no. I would, I would do that for Siakam. I I consider that for Siakam. Trade Donovan. Yeah, like that's I think fair trade. I, I think Embiid. I just can't. You can't sell that low on a first because you paid first round, and I don't think I. Sometimes you gotta face reality. No, I I can't do that. Would you do that? I'd consider it. You do Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Yeah, I'd I'd consider taking on Donovan Mitchell. I don't think you would. I'd probably try a lowball on the other guy and yeah. ask him for another piece, but yeah. hey, I, 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 I guess my point is is that just goes to show that Joel Embiid's having a pretty big down year, yeah. and Donovan Mitchell's playing really, really good basketball, yeah. and if that trend continues, you won the trade. Yeah. I think, so, uh, who went first? Uh, and I think he ended up, Donovan Mitchell ended up going probably third, so it's not a crazy 
like you're not like yeah I, I still like I still yeah like Embiid. still like a bead cool yeah anybody on the Knicks no we're gonna skip those guys dude they're gross yeah there's not much here um other than Randall I think Randall had a really good game didn't he maybe recently I have not been following the Knicks dude those guys yeah Fizdale get out of here buddy yeah and, and I guess it don't looks like Mitchell Robinson played 31 minutes. Did he? he? Wow. But he didn't really do much with it. He got a block and a steal and eight and eight. So, at least that's a good thing. That's a good sign. 31 minutes. Yeah. I mean, he didn't start, but 30, if, as long as he's getting 31, maybe that's a sign to go get him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rockets played the Heat. They won 117 to 108. Uh, Rockets, good game for them. Russell and James both killed it. Uh, Miami has actually been hot this year, so surprising to see them lose to the Rockets, it's, in my opinion. Because Jimmy wasn't and, playing. Oh, okay. And Daniel House Jr., wow, dude, he had a hell of a game. Yeah. That guy's a stud. Yeah. I, I love Daniel House yeah, Jr. Yeah, so 23 points, two steals, um, four threes, and he shot four for eight from... What would it take for me to get Daniel House from you? I I mean, it'd have to be somebody established, because I... Wait, let's... Oh, shoot, let me... Let me look up what he's at on Basketball Monster because his ranking on Yahoo is down because he keeps missing he keeps missing uh, games, but so it kind of uh, takes yeah. away from his uh, ranking, game on, yeah, ranking on there. But I bet you, since Basketball Monster doesn't take into account missed games, he probably. What do you think? He, what's your guess? What do I you guess think? I bet you Daniel House is at fifth round. Fifth round. Yeah, that'd be my guess. He's I, exactly. I kind of, Fifth round, 51st. 51st? I love Daniel House. Dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. so pissed you got him. Yeah. I, and That's I, a guy's a stud, man. And I can't drop him. Man. No. Yeah, there's no way. No so, way. So fifth round. So And you'd have to trade me somebody probably. Like a Shea, Gilgis? Yeah, somebody right probably in there. Probably be a pretty fair trade. Yeah. Uh, and Shea himself is. He's probably seventh or eighth. He's ninth round yeah. on here. Um, he Would you consider that trade? Yeah, I'd consider that trade. So, yeah. Somebody like that, I would consider. Yeah. I, and I think for me, it's just because he's there. He averages eighteen point eight points a game, and that's where I'm weak. That's why I couldn't hold on to Kendrick Williams. And we were talking about that before the podcast. Is that my I'm low on uh, people that score points, and mm-hmm. so at that point, him averaging eighteen, almost nineteen points, uh, I think would be beneficial to my team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clippers and Grizzlies played. I was taking a peek at their box score. Montrez Harrell continues to do his thing with, uh, as well as Lou Williams. Uh, Pat Bev played played some big games recently. And on Memphis's side, Jonas Valanciunas thirty and sixteen. I I'm listened a to a podcast. Fan. You like Jonas? I'm a big fan. Wow! I was listening to a podcast on Roto World, and jo- when Jonas Valanciunas and Jaron Jackson Jr. share the court. JJ's usage rate is significantly down when he plays alongside JV. When JV's off the court and and Triple J plays with Brandon Clark, skyrockets in every single category. So the big takeaway for Jaron Jackson Jr. this year has been his he's got to share the ball and the paint with JV, and he's yeah. he's hurt him a ton. Yeah, and I'm a big the fact that he's hitting threes is insane to me. Because it wasn't something that he was doing on a consistent basis. And it looks like, to me, that he's... What's he averaging? What's that? Uh, what's his three-point three point average this year? Because every time I look at it, 
He's at point six. Okay, so he's at point six. That's not great. Um, but he's uh, have some games where he pop off six. Yeah, right? I've seen it, and now I'm just like, is that part of his arsenal now? Because he's averaging. Oh, he's only averaging point six. But every time I look, I guess I'm looking at the right times. He has multiple threes. Um, it's really down. It's it, that really sucks to hear that Triple J gets mm-hmm. hurt so badly by Jonas. Jimmy. But I'm a big Jonas fan, and if he gets 30, and that's his only thing, is that he's never been able to get anywhere near 30 minutes a game. Uh, and he got 34 this game and shot 12 for 17 with 16 boards, 30 points. Like, that's, you have to start him, I think, even though, I mean, it's hurting Triple J. Yeah, definitely. To go back a little bit, and I, the last game that we just talked about, what do you think about Russell Westbrook compared to, like, last year? Like his, what do you think his value is in fantasy? Because he got picked in the second round. He's down probably on all the counting stats all the way around. So my gut kind of says that I think Russell continues to find his role in Houston as the season continues and they probably end up continuing to get better as a team in, in regards to his fantasy outlook that he gets better as the year goes on. Um, but I'm not incredibly stoked with how he's been this thus far. His efficiency, field goal, and free throw and turnovers is just horrendous. So he just got traded in our league, and I probably would trade him if he was on my team, or I'd try to package yeah, him you, up. You don't think he gets anywhere near second round? No either. way. And mm-hmm. that's rock. Fourth round, maybe? Maybe. I think that him and CP3, if I own CP3, I'm probably trying to package Chris Paul and trade him right now because he's doing so well. Probably same thing with Russell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back. Anything to say about the Clippers on the Clippers side? No, other than Kawhi and PG are playing, and Kawhi's out tonight, I believe, right? Is he sitting his back-to-back? He, I know that he was sitting. Yeah, he's Maybe not Maybe he sat Wednesday? Yeah. I I can't remember. What, yeah, so he didn't play Wednesday. So he should be back. Yeah, he should be back next week. He's game. back today. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I do remember reading that he's not even on the injury report. I would just... My one thing about the Clippers is I want them to free Zubak. I want him to play 25 minutes a night consistently. But that might not happen with Montrez, and it sucks because Zubak's upside is great if he gets time on the court. Yeah, and I think he's a good compliment to... um, Because obviously Montrez, he shot the ball 17 times, Montrez. That's a lot of of buckets. Yeah, and I think that Zubak is a better fit because he's not going to take shots away from Paul George or... Kawhi Leonard, so he's a perfect fit, and I think he should probably be getting more time. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, because it looks like they're strictly giving Montrez five, five man minutes, and same thing with Zubak and with both of those guys, like not being not moving into the four. Yeah, it's really hurting timeshare with the timeshare being in, much bigger on Montrez. Yeah, side. exactly. Yeah, and so it doesn't look like Zubak is going to get any four minutes and. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll skip over. We're we're not gonna have enough time to get to every game from Wednesday. We're gonna skip over the Hawks and Bucks game. Um, I wanted to talk briefly on the Timberwolves and Spurs. I I mentioned Jacob Puedo earlier. I think that's a guy that should be owned in fantasy leagues because he has a starting role. But remember that the Spurs play twice in the next two weeks, so that's not great. Um, any implications on that game for you? Well, for to stay on the Spurs side and to bring up what you 
you just said he had five blocks. Mm-hmm. I know he only had four points, but with 22 minutes, he had five blocks. And that's what we were talking about literally last one. It can win you it, the week. Yeah, if he gets 23 minutes in a row for like four or five games, he should be owned. Five blocks, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, you I saw you picked up Rudy Gay. Briefly. Okay, you that dropped. was just a fill-in game. Okay, all right. Well, he had 11 boards and 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, and... Rudy's been playing good. I think, yeah, I think he should be owned. Yeah. Uh, I, and I brought it up. I think I think he should be owned. Uh, anything on the Timberwolves side? No, I don't think so. I just traded Robert Covington. He's been in a big slump. Um, gosh, Wiggins has been playing great ball this year. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm happy for him. Yeah, it's almost... I read an article saying that, like, hey, this it doesn't seem like it's something that he can keep up for the entire year so maybe look to move him but i might disagree a little bit i don't like that he missed five free throws that's not great i mean yeah uh, and i think that's always been a problem for him all throughout his career he's right around 70 and he shouldn't be you know he's in the, he's got a perfect form on his shot you know it's just he's got to get it he's got to be higher better than that at the yeah. free throw line he can't miss five yeah, Wizards played the Suns, and they went 140-132. Wizards won. I'm really bummed that Rui Hachimura is getting... Uh, his stats just aren't great, man. And he's getting the minutes, but Davis Bertans and Mo Wagner are sliding in and, ta- and stealing some minutes here and there. They're basically not playing a small forward. And yeah. all their minutes go to... Mo Wagner, backup center, and Davis Bertans. I mean, mm-hmm. Davis got 28 minutes. He's been a really good player this year. Anything for Wizards and Suns that you want to mention? Yeah, I mean, I like I think I've said before, I love Mo. He had 11 points in 18 minutes with two steals to add to that. He He's a guy that shoots threes. It's, I mean, you're an injury away. I think we called him the top handcuff for mm-hmm. Thomas Bryant. I mean, you're one of the top handcuffs that uh, out there um yeah i mean other than that ish smith had a decent game 21 points seven assists three steals uh which means and and then yeah so that means yeah isaiah thomas didn't have the greatest game yeah i mean uh, anything on the sun side for you no i didn't know that about ish smith though that's a that's a damn good stat line i think we covered the suns a little bit earlier with cam johnson having a big game and kelly Oubre has been the real deal this year uh, Lakers played the Pelicans, and they won 114-110. Anthony Davis returned to New Orleans. They were booing Anthony Davis in New Orleans, and Kuzma said after the game, they should have been booing their own team because they let AD get 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's great. I, I'm glad if you play DFS, that's probably a game you, you like... Swoop up AD, yeah, you're just pay like, the hey, money. Yeah, maybe, maybe you... Had him for a revenge game, and I'm sure you did very well if you ended up playing him on DFS. Um, he had a crazy efficient game, uh, 15 for 30, 41 points, three steals, a block. Why is Kenrich Williams their starting power forward right now? I mean, I know Zion's out, but they didn't start the season with Kenrich Williams at the four, did they? No, I no, no, and I think he it's, played his way into it. And he's a great guy to have. Is he gonna continue till Zion comes back? Yeah, I think he pro- like I think what we said is that he plays three different positions. So I think he's gonna find a way to get on the court. 
in stay. I mean, wow. 20, in the mid twenties for sure, because he's already averaging over thirty minutes a game. I like him. Yeah, and uh, so I ended up dropping him because there was he had a string of games where it was only two points and. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm hurting for points. So yeah. I need someone to score. In the <clears throat> Pelicans being six and twelve, that's not great for their long term season. They're going to load manage their guys and play their young guys later in the season. They're yeah. not making the playoffs. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. They're yeah, you said six and twelve. And they're yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. So that's why you traded them. He uh, uh, traded Drew Holiday, and Drew Holiday had twelve assists, twenty nine points. He's been on fire. Yeah, but seven turnovers, that kind of hurts a little bit. And, but he shot 12 for 23, so he shot over 50% from the he's field. Been, he's had, like, four good games in a And four threes, that's, I mean, he's, I think Got, if you're going to trade him right now, it'd probably be the best time. If not, you can stick it out. Ride him. Know? Yeah, ride him out. I, I felt like, hey, I'm going to get Nikola Jokic for him. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you said you got rid of Covington, which was on a slump, and I like OG and an OB. Yeah. Uh, I've we'll been see. saying. I hope that Joker makes his way into second round, first round conversation yeah. in a little while. I think it'll be a little tough for him. They're so deep in yeah. Denver, and they're, and like we were just saying, they're going to win a lot of games. Um, so I think he's a better trade chip than Drew, though. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I think he ended up going higher in our. He did. In most leagues and in our league. Uh, Blazers are coming back this year, baby. Woo! I know. What do you think? Are they going to make a run? Uh, this is the only game I got right in the parlay. <laughs> I'm so bad at the parlays. Like, it's uh, it just like I said, recently became legal, and it's that's really pretty enti- dope. It's really enticing. You guys went to Milton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, dude! You should told me. <laughs> you, I don't think you were in town yet. That's it sweet. Earlier in the week. Yeah, but they gave me so. How much did you bet? It was down? a ten dollar parlay for. 14 parlay, and if I would have hit the parlay, all four would have been $130. That's pretty dang good. 10 bucks. Yeah. I might have to go double down real quick. Yeah, we, we can go grab a beer in Oregon, make us some bets. I told myself I wouldn't do it anymore because it's a third parlay. I'm 0 for 3. I'm striking out over here. Uh, dude, you got to lose some to win some. Yeah, so they gave me three and a half points. Uh, they ended up beating the. Thunder. Thunder by eight, seven? By yeah. seven? Yeah. So, no, they killed him. Yeah. They um, won 136, yeah, Carmelo's uh, been in double digits every game that he's played. So he, I think he's a hot ad. Yeah. He points. So I probably should have took a look at him. I texted you on Sunday night and I said, is Melo worth an ad? And you, I said, my gut says no. And that's what you said too. Yeah. And I'm regretting it because I think that he's going to do it all year. Yeah, but he he puts up pretty empty stats. For, do you think over or under he averages 16 on the season? I think, and I think we talked about that on the podcast or is that just with us? Just us. I think, okay, yeah. And I think he can get to 16. Yeah. Because we are hurting. And yeah. Portland yeah. needs him. Yeah, Portland does need him. Uh, Whiteside had a crazy game, 21 and 16. That's nice. And his free throws is coming up, dude. Five for five from the free throw line. Yeah. He, he works with Lethal Shooter, this dude I follow on Instagram. Yeah. Who um, our shout-out to Throwback Hoops is homies with. Yeah. And uh, Lethal Shooter had an Instagram post with 
Whiteside, and he was working on his free throw shooting with Whiteside, and Whiteside's form looks like it's getting better. Yeah. If his gets his free throws down, that's yeah. crazy. At one point, he wasn't a bad free throw 75%. shooter. 75%? Yeah, something like that. It just all of a sudden happened. Like in my, And I think it's probably what happened is he's in Miami, doesn't want to be there. He's not playing. Yeah. He's not closing out games like he wants to. He's coming off the bench. He's just not happy with Spolstra. And I'm sure all of that and everything that was happening, he just, he just didn't care. Yeah. And so his free throw percentage went down, which kind of sucks, you know? Kind of the same thing with Kyrie, yeah. this worries you, mental problems. Yeah. I hope Portland makes playoffs this year. They might pull it off. Yeah, this, it's going to be a close one. This Nadar guy had a good game for him, though. It's 17 minutes, 23 points. Ooh, I mean, I don't, I'm not advising that you add him, but that's pretty good. 23 points in 17 minutes. For which team? For the Thunder. The, oh, the, the, oh yeah, 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 that Nadar guy. Yeah, they oh, played, for sure. Yeah, they played Portland, yeah. So that's a lot of points. In, that is a lot of points in not many, very many minutes. Yeah, yeah. does that four more times. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> you might soup him up. Last game of the night, the Bulls played the Warriors, and the Warriors beat them 90-104. Um, we talked a little bit about the Warriors. Uh, Glenn Robinson Jr. has been really consistent lately. Kai Bowman's actually played good. Uh, didn't have a great game on Wednesday, but you're, you, I, sounds like you're a decent fan of Kai Bowman. Yeah. Uh, Eric Pascal's been for sure. Yeah, that was the one guy that he and I think he's in the high 60s, maybe low 70s on ownage on Yahoo. Yeah. He, he's long gone in most leagues. And I'm about to been. drop Willie Colley. He's, I he's told you. real close to being canned. Yeah, and because uh, Omari Spellman, you just mentioned, yeah, he's had a been good game. playing well, and I think uh, Looney is about three games out, probably three, Come back four games out. Good. It's going to be really tough for Willie Colley-Stein to uh, keep value. He shot 0 for 5. What about the downward trend for Laurie Markkinen? That's crazy, right? I always thought... I He's w- on a big downward spiral right now. Yeah. This, this team should not be losing to the Warriors. And I don't know what it is. It must, to me, it has to do something with coaching, man. I don't even know who their, is it, uh, starts with a B. I don't even know who their coach is. It's um, gross. Yeah. It, I think this team is underperforming heavily because Zach Levine, when, what he did the other night, how many he had? 13 threes. That's 49 points. 49 points. And it, and it took all of the points to, to beat the Charlotte. To, yeah, to beat them. Um, I just think they're underperforming. I think the coach should be canned, or I mean, he probably just got hired, but there's he's underperforming with what he has. I liked Chicago's team. Yeah, Colby White's good. Uh, Sadoransky is Zach off Levine and on. And Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, Wendell Carter. Laurie and Otto Porter. When he comes back, they have a pretty deep team. Done. Yeah, Done. they should be. They should not be losing to the Warriors. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're a mess. That was the other. The other one that parlay that I got wrong. I hmm. thought I was like I mean when I did the they, Chicago, yeah they only had to beat them by three. They had to win by three. That's terrible. Chicago and I was like oh they can do that. They're playing yeah. the Warriors. Uh, well Draymond came back too, so that's another point to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to end? Is is that the last game? Yeah, it's the last game of the night. All right, you want to end with um, the amount of games that are being played by teams? Yeah, let's run through that real quick. Let's talk about going into week seven. Week seven, uh, we're diving into about one third of the NBA fantasy season. That's crazy that it's coming so quick. Um, but yeah, do you have the games pulled up yeah. for week seven? Yeah, Can you I'm random gonna, them off. Yeah, I'll, I'll name them off. I'm going to start off with the teams that play twice, so that you may want to avoid. So Boston, which would be what Daniel Thais, 
Um, anybody else that's on the waiver wire-ish? Ennis Canner. Ennis Canner, all those guys you probably want to stay away from. Who's uh, Another two-teamer is San Antonio, which you mentioned. Yeah, there's a lot of fantasy implications for San Antonio. You yeah. probably want to stay away from Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay and Patty Mills. And Derek White. Derek White. And maybe Poetl. Yeah, maybe, maybe you stash him, though. Yeah, you can try. I mean, if he gets 20 minutes and gets five blocks, yeah, yeah he might be somebody that would be worth... Um, holding on to even through the two game week yeah um and then for i think that's it for the two gamers um and then four gamers four team four games in the week next week coming up is charlotte chicago dallas denver indiana miami Ooh, there's a lot of teams playing three times lakers play four yeah lakers did i skip over them mm-hmm. okay sorry lakers Philly, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and Washington. Yeah. So Gary Harris might be a good guy to swoop up for week seven. He's yeah. playing four games. Um, that might be someone. Kelly Olynyk's playing four games. Might be someone you stream. Yeah, Kelly Olynyk looks like he's streaming together. Some I kind of like Kelly for, for next week. Yeah. Um, any other waiver wires that you feel like are good ads for week seven? Um. Uh, Rodney Hood has put together some good games. And he plays four next yeah, week. Okay, hot down. rod. Yeah. He, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, he and he started off really... Uh, uh, he looked like someone that was going to be rosterable at like uh, just a few weeks yeah. back. So if he swings it in the back in the right direction, I think that's a guy... I mean, it's a, it's a good guy to take a flyer on. You might end up holding him for longer yeah. than next week. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think that covers about it. Yeah. Hey, thanks to all our listeners. We we know we're trying to grow this podcast and, you know, kind of improve on a couple of things each week. We hope we got our intro up and running for our podcast, but we'll be back next Thursday. It's going to be the first week of December. So hope everyone had a really good Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Yeah, we'll see you next week.